my initial bias from Big Bang was Daesung, which I know is like left field, but it's funny because like, I don't want you guys to forget that. <laughs> that I remember, I remember just exactly. Wanna, I just... initially. <laughs> I wonder who Sashel's Big Bang bias is. If you're listening, she just opened her closet door and there's just a plastered poster, a giant poster of G-Dragon on the wall. <laughs> Cats out the bag. Welcome. My friends, my friends, my friends. This is the episode five of the Know-It-All, Not-At-All Korea podcast, where we claim to know it all, but in reality, we know very little. <laughs> and we're trying to learn. So welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome. So last week, we talked about um, standing and kind of what that means, what it, the, the nuances of standing groups. And we decided that we wanted to continue that kind of explanatory process into this episode because a lot of the people who are listening to this podcast, and again, thank you so much for the people who are listening right now. A lot of people listening thank to this podcast you. are not K-pop fans uh, inherently, right? So we're just explaining some of the jargon and some of the nuances of K-pop to people who don't necessarily mm -hmm. know. But if you do know all about this, and if you read the title, you know today's episode is on biases, then stick around so you can find out some of our biases. Because hey. we, we, we're K-pop fans and we know you want to know. <laughs> and we should introduce ourselves, too. Yes, always. I'm Sebastian. I'm Danny. Sashel. And welcome. So, bias. I, I'm going to just start off right away with the explanation. Obviously, we the, the word right. bias means to favor, right? Uh, to favor because of how you perceive it, right? Mm -hmm. So... In K-pop, it's a little, it's a tiny, tiny bit different. It's more, if you like a group, so let's say, let's, using the new jargon we've learned, let's say we stand a group. Within that group, we have a favorite that is known as our bias. Now, a bias can be picked by a bunch of different, it's not always just the one we find cute or the one we find endearing or the best singer or the best dancer, because in a lot of groups, a lot of the people do all of those things. Right? It's, right? it's not That's easy. That's what we're trying to get into today is what makes them your bias. What makes them special in this group of special people. So that's what a bias is. And <sighs> we'll get right into it. I personally had a really hard time with this concept in the beginning when I first started getting into K-pop because I had a hard time differentiating people. Mm. I had a hard time uh, being able mm. to, to know the names. When you're first getting into K-pop, Korean language is intimidating, okay? So some of these names are intimidating, right? So so me just not knowing the names of everyone and not knowing the roles of, of K-pop and stuff like that, which, ooh, that'd right. be a good episode as well. Um, ooh. Yeah, oh. Yeah. So Let's I had a hard time uh, picking biases at first, but the true bias... Uh, thing happened because if you guys have watched our previous episodes, the please true bias. go watch our previous episodes where we talk about all kinds of things. But I'm just going to start this off with uh, my bias for Got Seven is Jackson, Jackson Wang, right? And if you've been with us before, you've heard me talk about Jackson, you've heard me, you know, re re uh, relate to Got Seven being the second K pop group that I ever got into in all of K pop, right? And the reason I picked Jackson at first was energy, mm. right? But as time kind of went on, it it kind of, you know, if you're a K-pop fan, it switches. It jumps around, right? But yeah. the reason why Jackson kind of landed for me was he always kind of like, his hard work stood out to me. Like, I, I related to him as a person. Right? Like, he just goes 100, 150 for everything that he does. Every single thing he does, he's going 150%. Right. And I respect that, and I relate to that, right. and I am just, that's why, even if Jackson's not my favorite singer or dancer or rapper of the group, because he's, he's not, he is my bias. <laughs> <laughs> so, who, 
Okay, so who was your your first bias? So your baby bias, like when you first got before there, I knew what a bias was. You, yeah, who was the first person you gravitated towards? In in God Seven or just in general? In God Seven. Oh, okay. In God Seven, Mark. Because Mark, uh, really? Yeah, the, just be- uh, the solo American. He was American, and I was like, oh hell yeah, like an American in this group, and and uh, I love you, Mark. Don't get me wrong. Go check out his YouTube channel. He just check out his dropping. YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Support got seven. <laughs> but uh Yay, Mark. It, it Mark Quinn. It stopped. I stopped relating to Mark after a while because uh the kind of person he's a very shy person, right? Just in general. Uh from the V Lives. And again, if you don't know K-pop, a huge part of the content is them being themselves in front of a camera. Like they just sit and talk to you. Like gotcha. it, it's a very, you know, symbiotic relationship. So I kind of fell out of love, uh, bias love, with Mark because I just didn't relate. I, I liked his skill, and I liked his the look. He had a very, very good look. But I didn't really uh, vibe right. with, like, the person right. as much. I feel like me and Jackson would be friends. Yeah. Like, I feel like me and Jackson would hang out. Interesting. Right? But I don't know if me and Mark That's would. That's interesting to me. Um, that's interesting, that's interesting to me because Mark was my was my baby bias of Got Seven as well. He was the Twinsies. first one where I was like, "Yes, you know, like I have a thing." Like his voice was nice and and like silky, and mm. also he the spoke looks, English. <laughs> the looks are there. He mm. spoke English, and yeah, and I could connect with him because at the time, I didn't know anything about korean culture right so he was familiar uh, but as time went on that big king energy from jb got me yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes and that's like that's a great point and i'll let you uh explain why but i just want the people who don't know K- k-pop like that is the nature of biases like it, it, it usually doesn't stay the same it usually kind of hops around it usually is depending on how you feel or con- one video could change a bias. You know what I mean? Like one good V live could change, a, could change a, a bias. That's so true. JD. I will say there is a sticking point though. Like in, in, in most cases where they get, they hit you and to the point where like it integrates into your soul. It's a familiar, it's a fa- family like, fa- fa- familiar. I don't know how you would say that. It's a family like love. Familial. Familial love. It is a familial love. It's not like a hard love, but it like. Sometimes that comes from a place of admiration. Sometimes that comes from a place of relatability. Sometimes it comes from a place of just pure like awe. Like you can't believe they exist. (laughs) That is, that's true. Yeah. That's true. (laughs) They're just so good. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great description because that's like, to be honest, uh, like watching God Seven at the beginning, I was all about Mark, and I was still exploring. Like right. I like switched to Bam Bam for a minute. Yeah, I remember that I face. Like, those, those lips. That's, I remember, that's, you I remember to that. Recruit me for Bam Bam. <laughs> for Bam, yeah, you were trying to recruit both of us. <laughs> In the end, it was just his lips. <laughs> In the end, yeah, right. I don't know, yeah. Sorry, Bam Bam. Sorry, Bam. No offense to Bam Bam. Plus, he's adorable. He has a great personality. He's a magnate. Or he, he wasn't the magnate. Yu Gi Oh is the magnate, but he's um, magnate line. He's magnate. But he's magnate line. Like he was just adorable. His personality was great. Um, but yeah, JB hit me, and I haven't swayed once. I um, pinched JB. Like once JB kind of settled, he has been consistently my bias for many years now. That happens. That 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 genuinely happens because same same with me and Jackson, because you've liked K-pop longer than me, so you have a longer biased life. But just in the nature of how I stand, it changes a lot. Like it's really hard for me to just be like, oh, I like this one person, especially when a group's so talented, right? Right. But Jackson right. stayed with me, and I think it's kind of the same reason JB stayed with you. We watched them like grow. We watched them like become even better versions of what we were already relating to in the, the in the first place right like jackson's yeah. got his own company team wang go support like he's got his own company he's making his own music he's got his own clothes you know and jb is just a genius man that dude writes amazing music yeah. 
Right. The whole time. I've honestly been been into. So I when I first got into God Seven, um, I also decided to look back into JB. And at the time he was called Junior, but Jinyon, Park Jinyon. Yeah. And they had JJ Project. Mm-hmm. And like their music was totally different. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Danny's like, what the hell is I'm that? About yeah, <laughs> Danny's our little Danny's our Machne. She's and? the youngest. There's a song by the JJ Project called Bounce that was like really uh, popular for its cringeness, but also the song is fire, so we bump it. Yeah, it's super fun. But this is shake it, yeah. shake it. You know, yeah. So. okay bob we love you (laughs) Uh, yeah but to watch okay so after seeing that version of jb and it's still super endearing yeah um and then seeing him you know all glowed up (laughs) it was man power yeah he like i said big king energy Mm. Mm -hmm. he's throwing all kinds of moods Right. In every dance move. Right. And then you listen to the songs. He's highly involved in like writing the music. Yep. Highly you involved. Know? Right. Highly involved. So you he's just he's just he's a G. Like, he's a amazing. G. And I respect it. Like and yeah, he's just emitting talent. I think it's important uh to bring up, and I think Danny will be able to chime in here, of what it's like to not necessarily have a bias. Like it's not it's not a thing you have to do for every group you like. Yeah, right. I love Got Seven so much. I was thinking about uh, just right as we were talking about Got Seven because like that song just makes me so happy, and I was like, oh, maybe I have a bias because I know there are certain parts of that song that I prefer. Like I really enjoy the initial rap verse, and I was like, oh, maybe I have a bias towards that person. But at the end of the day, you know. Nice, <laughs> nice. But then I also like who does the um, the like pre-chorus. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Just, uh, just, just right. right. I'm pretty sure it's uh between JB and Young J. That they both do that part. I think at different times. I think at different times they both do that part. Yeah, yeah, it, it switches. So the first one I'm pretty sure is Young J. And then the second one is JB. And then Young J and JB switch. Okay, again, this is a great K-pop learning moment. They both can sing. I'm going to take it. In a group, right, there are roles. And we'll do a video about this because obviously there's really in-depth we can go with this. But there are roles, and not everyone does exclusively one thing. Sometimes, like... If a line is sung by one member in the beginning, it's sung by another member later. And the genius of K-pop yes. is like being able to tell the difference in the voices and being able to hear the people you bias or stand. Be like, oh, this is just picking up on it just from yeah, the singing. Yeah, it's a blast because right. it'll be a catchy melody, but they've made it different by putting it in someone else's voice. Right. And uh, I think what you're talking about, and uh, you can continue, is just this idea of like, you you think you know who your bias is, but then it's always like shaking up, L- just a little bit. Like you're always like, oh yeah, this is my bias, and I'm like, oh, this is a different person, and you're like, <laughs> what? Yeah, that, but that's why we say biases are not just based on who you think is the best singer or dancer or who you think is the cutest, because right. you know, I think that, that kind of thing can change. Mm. Bias in general tends to like start somewhere that it doesn't always finish. It always starts with like the energy. And I think that I totally relate to what you had been saying, Sebastian. You said that um, like when you first started liking Jackson, you related to his energy. Right. Like there are people that I enjoy performing in that group because they're positive or because they're unique. Right. And that just comes from how they present themselves. And I'll get drawn in there. But then sometimes um, that person doesn't end up like embodying the energy in the same way that I thought they would. So my bias will change. For example, um, my initial bias from Big Bang was Daesung, which I know is like left field, but it's funny because 
Like, I don't want you guys to forget that. <laughs> that I remember. I remember exactly. Wanna, I initially... <laughs> I wonder who Sachelle's Big Bang bias is. If you're listening, she just opened her closet door and there's just a plastered poster, a giant poster of G-Dragon on the wall. <laughs> Cats out the bag. <laughs> I mean, GD. Mm. G- I is mean, it's hard to not. Overall, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Big Bang, like everyone knows, I have been listening to them for forever. And my bias has never once changed. Never waited. Never once. Your bias never to waited. G Dragon, though, I would say is more intense than most, most people's biases would i mean maybe maybe it is not. My, it's my most intense bias right and it i mean i would say gd is your k-pop some... bias yeah <laughs> yes you're correct like if you were like you could pick one k-pop person g dragon hands down hands down for me Bro. and i understand that that's kind Such of a hard question to answer that's a hard question, and that's a hot take for some people, considering uh, um, some giant groups exist. G-Dragon is king, you know? man. G-Dragon is king. But G-Dragon, yo. Right, and they're and in the same group. Daesung is, uh, he's a sunflower. He's got some positive energy, but he's not, like, <laughs> transcendent, right? I love Daesung because he's, like, all smiles. And he's like, oh, I'm loving singing right now. I'm having such a blast on stage. I was like, oh, I love that. That's adorable. But at the end of the day, even, I mean, I and I remember Sebastian saying, oh, I like Daesung because of how, like, generous his spirit is when he talks to fans. Oh, yeah. He gives, he gives everything to his fans. And, oh, he loves his fans. And he's funny. But at the end of the day, like, I, I... I am a hard bias with Yang in that group. And it started from just being physically attracted to him, but then also, like, it ended Fair. more, it stuck Fair. over time, over just, like, appreciating who he is as a person. Right. Because he has, like, this cool, calm, collected energy. He kind of, like, holds himself very together and very reserved while also hitting notes in the stratosphere with, like, <laughs> delicate grace yeah. and, like, amazing, amazing talent. This actually brings up a really good point. Yang was my bias of Big Bang for most of the formative. Uh, I'm a singer, so being a singer, and, again, with the hard work, the work ethic, Yang is super that. Right, like he Hard works. Work and work he and works his ass off, and he also can sing like an angel. His dancing is amazing as well. He's just a hard worker, right. so I vibe with him immediately. But I will tell you this right now: my bias is not Tay Tay Yang. Right. My bias from Big Bang is D Dragon. Now, this may not seem as like a surprise to people because if you know K-pop, you know G Dragon is like one of the geniuses of K-pop. But the thing that got me on G-Dragon's side wasn't his genius or his looks or his fame. The thing that got me from G-Dragon is his artist heart. Like, he he is just an artist, man. Like, uh, on every platform in every way. Like, so there was a, uh, uh, a movie that they made called Made, I think. Because it was about their, yeah. they were making that album. Mm. And I, in that movie, we get to see a physically challenged um they had a fan uh, that yes. they, they they gave uh free tickets for her and her family to come and see the concert and if you've never seen a k-pop concert bro it's 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 next level it's like michael jackson it's an experience next level, yeah bro. like people with lights it's next level right so this so this Crazy family display. this whole family was just it having the time of their lives like this the, the whole family right and right. they weren't all k-pop fans so afterwards the part of the package is they get to meet big bang right. again k-pop doing everything for their fans bro they do a lot yeah and this is honestly one of my favorite k-pop moments of all time right so oh I'm and you're really frozen excited. would you like me to uh pause while you unfreeze oh yes a few moments later so um so this moment in this in the in the documentary really really touched me in such a such a such a real way because I'm a musician 
and because I know what it means, right? Mm. So everyone's giving their gifts to this family as part of the package. Like they won, you know, he got, you know, Sungry. That motherfucker. He gave them tickets to his restaurant. Uh, all right, coupons to his restaurant. But this is only t- again talking to the to the point of why I stand D Dragon, why I'm biased towards D Dragon. So so they get to D Dragon, G Dragon's last. Now, as part of this thing, uh mm-hmm. the the girl, the main girl, the one who is physically disabled, wants to sing uh her favorite Big Bang song to yeah. to Big Bang, which again, like the balls. Right. This girl is a G. She's a G. Okay. <laughs> She's, She's a G dragon, bro. All right. So so she so she sings yeah. If You, which if you don't know uh Big Bang, it's not all club music, you know? Like they have some really nice yeah. ballads. They have some really That's really a beautiful ba- beautiful song, ballad. right? And she sings it to them yeah. and they're like, Wow, the pronunciation's so good. Wow. And everyone's like kind of like doing the Korean thing where they're just like, Oh, wow, wow. Except for G Dragon. The dragon's just watching and listening, right? And I'm I'm taking note of this. I'm like, oh man, G Dragon's touched by this. G Dragon loves this right now. So they're giving their gifts to the to the group, and they get to G Dragon, and G Dragon had like one of the small, not the smallest gift, because coupons are like this big, but he had like one of the smaller gifts, right? And he gave it to the girl, and he said, "This is for you." Uh, he didn't even really explain what it was. He was just like. I know you'll appreciate it. And I was just like, what the hell did he just give this girl? Like, I need to know. Like, I need to, I need to know. What did he give this girl? And it turns out he gave this girl a demo copy of If You. That means it's just G-Dragon sitting at a piano working out the song. Which She's the only person on the planet, on the with planet this who copy. has that. I looked. Bro, I looked everywhere and I am a computer nerd so I I would have found it if it exists okay it does not exist that girl and G Dragon are the only two people in the world who have that copy and that to me touched me so so deeply dude I was like like as an artist as a musician I was like how that was the greatest gift that could ever have been given and it cost zero dollars it, it literally was the greatest gift that anyone could have given somebody else. Like that girl's favorite song by her favorite artist. Now she and him are the only, that's a connection. That's a real connection yeah. she has to G-Dragon now. The quality of her life was improved dr- drastically just from that one act of kindness that he did not have to do. They got to pick their own gifts. Freaking Sungri gave right. him coupons. Right. Taeyang gave him uh, dolls of the of the members. Right. And and G Dragon of his own volition, of his own heart, gave that girl that CD, and that is why G Dragon will and forever will be my Big Bang bias. Sungri's like, come spend money at my restaurant. Taeyang's like, I spent money on things that people like about us. G Dragon is like, here's my soul. Here's Lit- a little piece. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, literally, dude. And I'm just sitting here like shaking, like. Like, bro, like, what I would give to have that. Like, oh, my God, that is such a good gift. That was crazy. So, yeah, my love for D-Dragon. Yeah, he is is my ultimate K-pop bias. And for similar reasons. So it's not his artist heart. But, yeah, so there was a phase in D-Dragon's career where, you know, I'm sure a lot of people remember his uh blonde hair you know he's doing doing uh some yeah. some interesting songs My um, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> time uh in his career in my opinion now i don't hate him for that but since then uh he has really been okay with showing his imperfections and just his general soul the public like kind of unapologetically imperfect i love it and in the world of k-pop um where so many trying to be perfect i think it is so brave that he does that and like honestly like 
you know, if you see him like he seem he's a good person, even though he has his party vibe and like so does everyone. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like he he is a good person and I feel that reflected not through their music, which I also love Big Bang's music and so I think much. GD is extremely talented in terms of making music and extremely hardworking for the group. But on an individual level, he is just like the next step up. So not only is he super famous, uh, but he also just has that genuinity of a person. Like, I feel like if I met him, you could have a conversation with him and it wouldn't be super intimidating. Right. So there is like a connection. I feel like he would be accepting. Yes. Of kind of whatever you're bringing to the table. Yes. And yeah, and I I love that about him. And I that's you know you said it. You literally really said it. The bias. And I think G Dragon is a amazing example of something else. I kind of wanted to explain to to people who don't know K-pop. Uh, along with a bias, uh, usually it is very accepted to have what's called a bias wrecker. Now this term bias wrecker, you might think like, oh, it's someone like that. You know, you also like that could be your bias, but because your bias exists, it's not that. A bias wrecker is literally somebody who is either like talented or beautiful or what they're doing and it just strikes with you so much so that it takes your attention off of your bias. So while Tae Yang was my bias for most of the beginning of my Big Bang story, G-Dragon has was always kind of my bias wrecker to begin with because I would always be looking at G-Dragon instead of Taeyang. I would always be like, damn, what's G-Dragon doing? Oh, wait, I'm watching my boy. Oh, but G-Dragon over there with the green hair, like, what's going on? Oh, oh but my boy. Like, like that's what a bias right. wrecker is. It's like a bias, but it, they take your attention and steal it. I think you're frozen again, girl. A few moments later. We were just talking oh. about bias wreckers. Yeah, I was saying that, like, as sometimes, like, eventually, in some cases, uh, the bias wrecker kind of naturally becomes the bias. Like, that happens a lot. I don't have a bias wrecker for Big, for Big Bang Me because GD's my one and only. Um, but for other groups, like, man, Park Jin Young and God Seven was definitely... is definitely my bias wrecker Same. like there are some where i'm watching jb and then just like jin young just comes out of the cut and i'm like wow, wow. That he is an attractive thing. man he has like he is so hot for no reason he has like lawyer energy i don't know like he has like 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 i don't even know how to explain it man just like that big energy that's coming in just right <laughs> I'm gonna have to bleep out half of that sentence, but you know it's real. You know it's real. If I had to bleep out the sentence, no, you're right though. Like he is just—he comes in and it just owns the stage. And like the thing is, is I don't connect with him on a personal level. But there are some times when I just see him and I'm like, he just grabs all of the attention, right? And there's nothing I can do about it. That's that energy. Mm-hmm. Dee, do yeah, you have a, a bias record that you know of as the newbie? For Big Bang or Got 7? Technically, Yang would be the bias record that became the bias because initially it was... Uh, Daesung. Right. <laughs> Which still, we, we gave her so much... Listen, there's nothing... Like, we love Daesung as part of Big Bang, but if I'm being real... He's not the reason I listened to Big Bang. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's not. For, yeah. So we gave her some flack. Because just because, okay, when you're first getting into K-pop and you're listening to Big Bang and then you tell me your favorite is Daesung, I'm just going to look at you like. What? Why? Out of all, like, out of well, everyone? think about, okay, so think about uh, what we've set up. Right. The characters that the audience at this point, if you don't know Big Bang at all, you know that G-Dragon is incredibly genuine and it has a true artist's heart. You know that Yang is incredibly talented and hardworking. Let's fill this in. Uh, we've got Top, 
who is incredibly unique and also like incredibly talented. Super talented in his rapper. uniqueness. He's Super on planet talented. Neptune, bro. This guy is like so weird and different. Follow his Instagram if you like weird stuff. <laughs> it's really good. And then at the same time, all three of those aforementioned people are very attractive. Yes. yes. Crazy attractive. <laughs> yes. Then, and now then you cut into like Day Sung, who literally is happy. Just happy to be there. He's happy to be there. It's like there's so much more that you can get out of the that group. There's so many like more interesting things taking place at the same time. So it is kind of funny that the one person I was drawn to is kind of bringing the least uh in terms of just like right. uniqueness, variety, hard and work. You bring up I a good point. I will say though that Day Sung's voice is boss. It's amazing. It's a great voice. Yeah, he has a he has a great voice. So he has talent. Right. There's he's not there for no reason, right? Right. But this is actually but, a really good point. But when you compare him, it's pretty hilarious. This is a really good point because uh when we're talking about like members we like bias and whatnot, we can't forget and it's really easy to that the members themselves have different reasons for wanting these people around. Right. Like it might not just be to us. Day Sung's a good singer. And sometimes he's just like really happy to be there. But to G Dragon, Day Sung might be like that breath of life that he needed, you know, at the end of the day after a long work day. Like you can't. This is actually a, a perfect time for this disclaimer because we're going to make a little PSA for you. Uh, oh, there yeah. are fans known as Ake fans. Right. And they are. I would say barely fans, in my personal opinion. They're not. But they are people who stand or bias someone, one person in a group, so much that all the other members of the group are enemies to them. They're like, they're taking the attention away from their member. They're taking the attention away. And it's just such a dumb thing. It's funny. Because if you really like a group, if you really, really like a group, then you cannot ignore the fact that without all of the members being there, it wouldn't be the same thing. Like, right. I would say you can't really like a person in a group without kind of giving credit to their members because they've been training for so long together. It's you know, ridiculous. they've been working for however long together, depending on the group that you're talking about. Right. But the other members in every group, all of the members have a role to play. Yes. And each of those um each person, no matter what person you like, is affected by the group as a whole. So if the group does well, your favorite person will also, also do well. well. It's right. ridiculous. It's, it's so it's funny. Ridiculous. Go with the yeah. flow, man. Like these people are like, I'm so dedicated that I can't afford to like anyone else. We can't we can't all, uh, cross out the fact, though. And again, uh, people new to K-pop wouldn't understand this. But K-pop is kind of coming out of a dark age. And into a light age where artists are getting a lot more freedom because of G Dragon and Big Bang, by the way, uh, largely, right? Largely, but uh, yeah. th like they're coming out of a dark age where companies would just like throw them together and and tell them what their images are supposed to be and whatnot. And like the line distribution, which is, if you don't know K-pop, like every member gets a certain amount of time in a song, and it, that's called line distribution. Yeah. And a lot of people uh, fight for their biases because their biases are not getting enough camera time or they're not getting enough time in the song. And now while we can't know everything that goes on behind the scenes, I still think that that is, if you do it right, if you do it right, if you go on the internet and gather a bunch of like-minded people and just go, hey, blank entertainment, we want... We want let's, to see this person. Yeah, we, we want to see more of this person and it's beneficial to you and your business to do this. Yeah. They like they listen. Like people have gotten more lines and more FaceTime just from their fandoms being like, yo, we want to see more of this person. And then but, you're adding positivity. Right. But to be like, yeah. oh, screw everyone else. This person's the only one. It's like That's adding negativity to a group that you like. Why would you do that? Like, why would you why would you add that to them? So I didn't want to take too much time with these nonsense, but I do think it's important for new K-pop fans to know that it does exist and it is uh, prevalent and you're going to run into it. Yeah. Just ignore them, man. I think it's funny. Just ignore them. Like people yeah. like we'll say we'll take BTS, for example, because we talk about <laughs> BTS a decent amount on this channel. But I think uh, we're not going to tell you our biases. Not today. That's a secret. 
that we'll we'll share with that with you later. Secret. But when it comes to BTS, there are people that I've literally come in contact with, like on online, because where I live, nobody listens to K-pop. Uh, people I've come in contact <laughs> with, they were like, "J-Hope's a waste of space. Like, if he wasn't in the group, the group would oh. be better." Or V is just a face and he doesn't do anything to add to the group. Oh. To me, that is absolutely insane. That's My insane. Oh. If you ask the members themselves how much each of the other members mean to them, they would tell you a lot. I mean, that's just not true at the end of the day. So if you don't like J-Hope because you like Jimin so much, then like you have to like J-Hope too because Jimin has admitted and said that he couldn't be where he is if it wasn't for someone like J-Hope. Like that, yeah. that's, that is so dumb to me to really, so yeah, I just wanted to PSA a little, a little, a little. That's fair. Sasha's yeah. frozen If you are again. currently um, exiting out of this video because, um, because you are like this, bye. 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 <laughs> we don't need you here, man. We don't need any negativity like that, man. There's enough negativity in the world. But uh, we're going to wait for Sasha to come back from being frozen, even though she's in this adorable pose. A few moments later. All right, now that we talked about that that negative mess, let's get back on to uh, topic here. Uh, just for, like, the last part of this, I wanted to talk about... We talked a lot about how we uh, have had struggles in the past uh, standing girl groups and f having to find that, oh. that perfect uh, mix. But I wanted to talk about one that has been something of a bit of a conflict between all three of us. Not really, because <laughs> it's always just always up for debate, right? Black All in pink. love, but we do debate. Yeah. All in love. Blackpink is a group that <laughs> we all have different, varying levels of respect and appreciation for. Right. You know, I Sasha, love them. So Danny is a stan. She stands Blackpink. She almost considers herself a blink. I would, I would assume. Almost. From all the content she absorbs, Blackpink. Yep. The only thing keeping me from getting into them too much is I don't want to know how much uh, disrespect their company has given them. Oh, oh, oh. Totally different <clears throat> podcast. Yes, but, but yeah. I've but, heard it exists. Yeah. I don't want to know anything yeah, I don't, about I it. I just there. want to focus on so, their music Danny's, and their awesomeness and their outfits, and I'm staying there. Danny's our residential blink, right? I stand Blackpink. I like their music, depending. I am not a, a blink. I don't go out of my way to absorb more content of Blackpink's other than just their music because it doesn't really interest me. I would say Sachelle yeah. out of all. And of as us. I yeah, as I as I've said before, not not a huge Black Blackpink fan. However, I do have a bias in Blackpink. Yes, that was that was my as, point. Which yes. is. Interesting. I'm not a fan of the group, but I am a fan of a, a person, person in the group. Right. Not that I dislike the other members. Right. She's not an octave. It's, it's very yeah. interesting. You can have a bias and then like love the group. You can love the group and not have a bias, and you can have a bias and not love the group. I just wanted to like, we'll end on this point. Just we're having connectivity issues, but you know we'll expand on this in the future. Don't worry. We're not going nowhere. <laughs> Don't worry, child. But uh, Blackpink, so so uh, special release. I will tell you my my Blackpink bias because I want I want you guys to understand like fundamentally the idea of biases, right? Lisa is my Blackpink bias, and I'm sure a, a million people just slam their heads against the the table because she's one of the more popular members of the group. A lot of people stand her. A lot of people like her. My thing that I like about Lisa specifically mm. is I can never tell when she's uncomfortable. Now that might seem weird to you, but when we've talked about this on Pat in the past on, on this podcast, how girl groups, uh, it was hard for us to get into because of the, you have some girl groups who like are play into that cutesy thing, which wasn't our thing. Then you have some girl groups who are being more sexy, but they seem super uncomfortable with what they're doing. Yeah. Right. So like there's those two dichotomies, whereas we're that dichotomy. Right? But uh Lisa is this like just professional, bro. Like she's known unilaterally through K-pop as the performance queen. Because you can't you never see her sweat, man. You never see her 
like not enjoying what she's doing. You never see her. And even if like it's true, like she's not enjoying what's going on or whatnot, it doesn't show. Mm-mm. And I, because Blackpink's not necessarily one of my favorite groups, I genuinely appreciate that when Blackpink comes out with a song that I like, I can still watch the videos. Because even though, you know, I'm not going to say names, but other members may not be so comfortable or might not be as good at it, I can still rely on Lisa to always give me something that I like out of out of what's going on. Right. So, like, you know, this whole idea of not really liking a group but standing or, or biasing a person within the group is strange until you kind of come to the understanding that, like, what that person brings to the group separate of the group is the thing I'm biasing, is the thing I'm standing. Yeah, I will say mine is slightly different because, um, like I said, I'm not a fan of Blackpink. And by no means do I hate them. Like, you know, any blinks out there, it's fine. Show me something great and I might become a blink. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, But, like, I'm open. But uh, Jenny is my Blackpink bias, has always been since forever, um, probably since... Before Blackpink, even heard of Blackpink before before Blackpink actually existed. You were standing yeah. Jenny. <laughs> I was standing Jenny because she was in a video with GD. Yeah, it happened. It happened. She sang. A, she two separate times. I was exposed to Jenny, um, in the context of the Dragon, before I had even heard a Blackpink song. Right. Same. Uh, and I love her talent. She yes. has great talent. I just don't see it in the group. And therefore, I don't, um, like, do I listen to some Blackpink music? Yes. Sometimes. I do. Sometimes. If it comes on or, you know, if Jenny is particularly prevalent <laughs> in that song. But mostly, I spend a lot of my time, uh, like, watching different videos with Jenny, right. like when she does like Instagram lives. Yes. I'm all over that. Right. You know, she just did a thing. Well, not just, it was months ago. Right. But uh, in the pandemic like world. A, yeah, in the pandemic world, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah, but they were like opening yeah. this this cool gift box and they had like sunglasses and like, like you know, I love her thing. Those. And, and I, I watched, you know, I just watched that and watched her, like, be a person. And, you know, G-Dragon was totally there. <laughs> I totally there. enjoy watching Jenny be a person. I follow her Instagram yeah. a lot. Right. I, like, she's interesting to watch. I love when she posts, like, eight pictures in one picture. I'm like, yes, let me see all the different looks and all the different poses that she's going to do. She knows how to market herself. She's gorgeous. She's got these adorable cheeks. And at the same time, and she's got these crazy long legs. So she knows how to make herself look really fashionable and really interesting, which is what I like about her. But at the same time, um, I, I do think that like her personality type and the things that she's interested in are just not something that I'm super into as much as I'm same. into uh, the kind of things that Lisa is into. Like I was, yeah, that's fair. I watched a video of Lisa going like thrift shopping and talking about her taste in fashion. And of the group, she's definitely the most daring when yes. it comes to her fashion oh, yeah. choices. And I just I really appreciate that about her. Yes. But then there's also Rose, who uh, I found out about like through their documentary as well. Like I I really enjoy her personality because she's very emotional. She's like. She's like the middle child, which I relate to because she's in her room with her acoustic guitar writing music and then being like, I'm never going to release this because I don't think it's even good. (laughs) And then they cut to her like belting in the studio. You're like, whatever, girl. And then you have Jisoo, the fourth member, who a lot of people don't really care for because she's kind of... uh, In your experience. Right. At least from what we've talked about, I know that uh, she's kind of low on my radar, at least for me personally. But I still can appreciate her because she works hard. Mm. She's like the mom. She's like the business lady of the group. Yes. And she is very talented. She's like worked very hard to be there to the point where like I do personally enjoy listening to their music. 
their music that just recently came out, I really liked all the songs that came out. They're very catchy. And I found myself enjoying her parts, which right. is new. Because for the most part, I've been very, like, Jenny and Lisa focused. Right. I think that, uh, again, we're getting to the end. of. The, I know we've been saying this for minutes, but we're getting to the end of the podcast. I think that a good point to to kind of end on, and I'll let you guys kind of extrapolate on this. The actual, like, point of a bias, right? The actual, like, use that it has in K-pop, um. like, what you can actually, like, do with it, is make the music better for you. It is, it is a individual decision. Yeah. When you are choosing your biases or your bias records, it is an individual moment-to-moment decision and nobody should ever be judged for their biases, ever. We made fun of Danny for her Daesung bias, but in, in reality, we never tried to talk her out of it. We never were like, no. don't stand Daesung. Like, we've never actually, you know, like, we just were like, Daesung, really? Okay. You know, yeah, it is an individual didn't have an understanding choice. of it. It is yet another example of K-pop allowing the listener to express themselves. It is yet another example of K-pop interacting with more than just the radio, right? More than just the people who are paying to listen. It is actually content for us, solely for us. And that's why I love K-pop, man. I love K-pop because I feel like I'm a part of it. I feel like the people who are doing it, I respect. I feel like the talent is there. It's real. And if you are this far into this podcast and you aren't at least looking up who the hell G-Dragon and JB and Jackson and Lisa and Jenny, if you're not even a little interested in who they are and you're this far into the podcast, you're either asleep, which I understand, or you haven't hit that 10-mile mark on your treadmill yet and you're still, <laughs> for some reason, haven't changed the podcast. But either way, get into K-pop. Because it'll let you express. It'll let you express yourself and become a part of it. That's where we're at, right? Yeah. That's why we started a K-pop podcast. <laughs> you, can, you can identify with people. You can look up to people. And you can relate on a way that you never did before. It's totally freaking awesome. Totally freaking yeah, awesome. I think as far as biases go, I also think they kind of give you a point of entry so um even if you have not you haven't figured out who everyone else in a group is you can kind of hone in on your bias if if it's like big group like there are some groups with 10 members 13 members Mm. you know Mm -hmm. a lot of infinite members (laughs) nct yeah how much fun is it to be able to relate to that group because you found your entry point a lot. Yeah, Mark has say, another like mark. NC- different yeah, mark. Yeah, a different mark. Has made NCT so much better for me. <laughs> right, like, not that their music is bad, because their music is catchy, but then, like, you're like, I don't know, I don't know Who anyone that? in this group. And that. But then that, once you find that. your, yeah, once you find your bias, you can kind of, it, like, stabilizes you, and you're like, okay, I will watch every single NCT music video. Yay. And look for my bias. And also, I'm going to watch all their other online content and kind of learn more about my bias. Which and then to learning more about things you enjoy. Yeah. Like getting more things yeah, and in your then life you, that you enjoy. Yeah, for sure. And then you can even, you kind of like expand out from there. That's what happened to me with a lot of groups. Most of, the, most of my groups. Most. I'd say most Where you groups. start off and you, you kind of fall in love familial love or well bias love um with one person of a group and then you learn about them and then you realize you also want to know their friends right, right. the when people they love when you're in a relationship with people you also want <laughs> right. to know their friends right you know and then that's their group and now you're in it right, right? so you're part of it it really it is that inclusion and as in the spirit of that we have decided that we are going to do a new thing on the podcast, and we're going to do it now because we're going to, after this, we're going to say goodbye. But we're going to each pick a song, and I'm going to tell you guys, because we've talked about Blackpink, Big Bang, and Got7, we're each going to pick a song from those groups. Danny's obviously going to get Blackpink. 
So I'm going to leave it up to my K-pop Nuna to choose which group she would like to pick a song from. And then we're each going to pick a song, and we're going to make a, a playlist over on Spotify that's going to feature all of these songs. So if you're new and you're listening and K-pop interests you, head on over to Spotify, check out Kia Nakria, K-I-A-N-N, oh, K-I-A-N-A-A, Korea, yeah. on Spotify. You'll be able to find our playlist there and listen up. All right. So let's start with the uh, oldest because it's a Korean podcast. Yeah. So, I mean, in the spirit of entry level K-pop, uh, we'll keep it nice. Mm. I'm going to pick Bebe oh, by Big Bang. By Big Bang. That's yes. B-A-E-B-A-E. Bebe. Yeah. Bebe. That's a great, uh, that's a great pick. That's it. It's a good song. It's good for people just coming in because it's it's catchy. Heavily G Dragon featured. Heavily G Dragon featured. I mean, if you're should, interested, you guys know, you know. All right, but and it's great. As the uh, Got Seven uh, mantle has been passed down to me, I am not mad about this. <laughs> I, I in the interest of uh, uh, entry level, Got Seven has a lot to offer with this. Got Seven is a very great entry level K-pop group to get into. But I'm gonna have to stick with my fate, my personal favorite from when I became a I got seven. Lullaby. Fantastic song, especially if you're at the gym and you're going for a run or something. Bro, that song will get you every time. Lullaby got seven. You heard it here first. Yeah, I think, oh, for that That's one personally, one. I think we should put the Korean and English version. Oh, yeah. They do have an English version. Yeah, I'll put it in the uh, description. Links nice. in the description. Yeah, that's a really good pick. Lullaby is just such a good song to get hired. <laughs> I'm literally like dancing to it in my head. <laughs> and getting hype is actually part of the uh, like inspiration behind my pick because at the end of the day, I'm like, oh wow, maybe I could pick something that's more current or something that they got was really popular. But at the end of the day, I have to recommend the entry point that was for me. A game changer because that's just my truth that I gotta live it. I totally recommend "Kill This Love" by Blackpink, which I don't think surprises either of you guys because that literally—that's a good pick though. Like that song's that's awesome. Pick. <laughs> that Yo, song is awesome. If you want to get hype, you want to feel like a queen, you put that song on. Call it a day. Call it a day, yeah. and that's exactly what we're going to do now. We yes, have given we you our picks. Thank you for listening. I mean, honestly, if you're still here, thank, thank you. you so much. Please go check us out on YouTube. If you're not on YouTube, you're on Spotify or iTunes. Check us out on YouTube. That's at Pro on, on YouTube. That's B-U-Y-E-O-P-R-O on YouTube. And we do all kinds of crazy content, so go follow us there and on yes. Instagram. And we hope to hear from you in the comment section who you bias. Big Bang, yep. Blackpink, Got7. Let's go. Who you bias? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. And with that, thank you guys so much. Anya. Anya! Oh my God. Now I'm going to go bump that. <laughs> <laughs>